brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. Today we begin with an in-depth look at T.G. Scott Elementary School. MPTV's Alex Johnston and Javier Locus join us now with more. Hello, my name is Alex Johnston. And my name is Javier Locus. T.G. Scott Elementary School is a public school located in Versailles, Georgia, which is in a rural setting. The student population of T.G. Scott Elementary School is around 770 students and the school serves pre-K through fifth graders. There are 49 full-time teachers. Most of them are certified. The student-to-teacher ratio, student ratio is 16 to 1, and there is one counselor at the school. And the school has been open since 2004, so it's fairly recent. Since we've both been to T.G. Scott and had a lot of fun there, we thought it would be cool to interview some of the staff here. We decided to interview Principal Chad Sanders and the Teacher of the Year, Ms. Lydia Moreno. What is your name and what do you do here at the school? Okay, my name's Chad Sanders. I'm currently the principal of T.G. Scott Elementary School, and my main purpose is to be the instructional leader of the school. I couldn't do it without a good team. I've got a, a strong team that helps support that role, um, like my APs, instructional coach, media specialist, a counselor, even the parent coordinator and teachers. I and mean, we have a lot of people that, that help with that. And how long have you been principal at T.G. Scott for this is my second year as a principal here at T.G. Scott, and before that, for six years, I was the assistant principal here, leading up to that role as a principal. What, what inspired you to become the principal? Well, I think a, a question that could, def, that could help understand that is what, what influenced me to want to be an administrator? Because being an assistant principal was, was my first goal. So I wanted to be, become an assistant principal to increase my opportunity for influence there at the school. And then from that next step to the principal, what, what, what made me desire to be a principal is because I just saw more opportunity for influence, more opportunities for, to help people succeed and grow in their, in their capacity as professional educators. And what does a normal school day look like at T.G. Scott? <laughs> there are no two days that are the same. Uh, every day is a little bit different. Um, if I could have a magic wand and say, this is what I wish a normal day would be, it would, it would look something like this. You know, I get here before the teachers. I get to check a few emails, prioritize my to-do list. Um, then I go outside and greet children as they come in and greet parents from 7.30 to about 8.20. Then I come in, I do announcements. After announcements, I try to slide around into the classrooms, uh, see some teachers, and I come back and work on my to-do list and, and also check emails. And that's a huge thing for principal. You get... Some days you get 25, some days you get 75 emails and you have to respond to them all. It's just a lot. Um, so trying to stay on top of that and get in the classroom to keep your pulse on what's going on in your school is also uh, be a, a normal day. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. And I guess like what would be like the most challenging part about being a principal? Uh, probably time management. Um, it, it's, it's hard to... Um, manage everything in the day uh, that you have done, especially if you have a family, have children, um, and then uh, get, get it all accomplished, just get it all done. We have, um, you know, I mean, I have great help. I couldn't do it without them, no doubt, uh, but still there's just some things only the principal can answer, principal can do, and just keeping up with all that, it's just a lot of information that you have to be able to keep up with. Yeah, that's, yeah. 
And if you weren't a principal, what position would you be? Uh, position at T.G. Scott, I would probably be a fifth grade teacher. Uh, I, I still love teaching. It's, it, I would like to be, be a fifth grade teacher. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And what do you like to do during your free time? Uh, free time, anything with the family uh, is what I love. Um, if, you know, if I have a chance to go fishing or hunting, if, it, if it's just a, you know, me needing an event or me needing to, to kind of uh, 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 just have some time to myself to refocus, re-energize, I'll probably go fishing or hunting. But, and, uh, but I get to do it with my family, it's even better. Yeah, yeah that sounds like fun. Yeah. All right, well, th thank you for being here, Mr. Sanders. Thank y'all both. Y'all have a blessed day. You too. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. What is your name and what do you do here at this school? Okay, so my name is Liddy Marino, and I'm currently a fourth grade teacher um, at T.G. Scott. I'm also the robotics coach, the science Olympiad coach, and I have also been given the position from RISA as the science liaison for the, the county. That's pretty recent, so I, I don't have any more information on that yet, but that was just that's recent. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. How long have you been teaching at T.G. Scott? I've been a teacher at T.G. Scott for five years. And so um, within that five years, I've taught uh, fourth grade four of those years and fifth grade one year. Okay. Uh, what inspired you to become a teacher? Um, honestly, the truth, uh, I never wanted to be a teacher ever. I was in college with at Gordon State. I was pursuing my biology degree which I accidentally got. That was an accident. Um, I got, I was pursuing that and it was organic chemistry that I was coming home crying and everything. And it was my mom and my aunt. So I guess you could say they were my inspiration for it. They asked um, why I never considered being a teacher. I was like, I don't want to teach kids. They're gross. That's what I told them. Um, and well, they're like, you're a giant kid anyways. So the kids come to you anyways for help. Why, why don't you want to try it? So I ended up taking their advice and going to the dean of the education program at Gordon and talking with them. And next thing you know, I'm being accepted into the program. And now I'm a teacher five years, six years wow. later. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Uh, what do you teach here? I think you Scott. Well, I teach math and science. That is my jam. I teach math and science. My real passion is science. Uh, I like, uh, to get my kids in, enthralled with the science and get their hands dirty with it and let them dive into it. But science is my jam, but I teach math and science here. So it's kind of still get to my passion a little bit. Yeah, those go hand in hand, so that works out really good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is a typical day in your class look like? Okay, so from the kids' perspective or my perspective? I guess from your perspective. Okay, so from my perspective, in my classrooms, I come in, I get here around about 7.45 and come in, turn my aquarium lights on for my animals and uh, make sure my animals have water and food and turn on my lights, make sure like my agenda's up for the kids. But in all actuality, it's like chaos. It's like herding cats most days. <laughs> they're fourth grade, so it's kind of like they come in and they're trying, they're in the, they're in the in-between of they're not really babies anymore, but they're not really like the cool fifth graders yet. So they're trying to adapt and learn individuality and they're also trying to learn responsibility. So with me, it's kind of, I'm trying to make it fun, but also give them like a, a like an environment where it's structured. Um, if you're talking about me, 
it's like I'm running around with my head cut off like a chicken <laughs> because I'm trying to make sure make sure that they're understanding what they're learning, but also make it fun and inter interactive with them. But I wouldn't trade it for anything. It is the most fun I've ever had. Fourth grade, I love fourth grade. It's so fun. That's awesome. Uh, so what is the most challenging part of being a teacher? That's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded question. Okay, so I will say this. There is not enough hours in the day to basically stay, when I say hours in the day, I mean contract hours. Let's say my contract, I'm paid, I'm it's seven fifty to three forty five. I'm never ever out of this school building at three forty five. I am always here till six. Um, it the most challenging is there's not enough time in the day, basically. Um, and there's other like other parts, and sometimes it's kind of frustrating. You feel like you're on a hamster wheel, but there's not enough time. So you're definitely dedicating your your personal time and your personal your personal time at home to your job, but you do it because it's in your heart to help your kids. And I love my kids, so I'll do anything I can for them to make it fun and interactive for them. Well, okay. Uh, what's the best part of being a teacher? My students. I'll tell you, they are, every time I have fun stories and anything like every day I always go home and I think about my day and there's always something that always makes me smile whether it was a corny joke my kids told me a picture they drew something they said in class a light bulb that went off because they finally understood my students are what make my world and my job the absolute best I I know that's the traditional teacher answer but they are amazing yeah. I will say yeah yeah that's really good okay what is your favorite subject to teach? Science. I prefer, okay, there's a difference for me. There's a difference between science curriculum and STEM. Um, I like the science curriculum. That is my favorite. I like to incorporate STEM, but I'm not all gung-ho. Like, you got to be doing this STEM, STEM, STEM. I like the science aspect of it. So teaching and getting them to dig deeper in something that's kind of, in my opinion, always pushed to the back burner because of reading and math even though like you've said before math and science go hand in hand yeah i always try to but science i love teaching science yeah okay so what do you do during your free time i'm a nerd i read <laughs> i love to read uh i have a book with me all the time whether it's my kindle my nook or an actual paperback or hardback book i read about two two and a half books a week um when i'm not reading I'm watching NHL hockey. I'm a hockey fan. And during hockey season, when the Make and Mayhem start up, I actually travel to go see their their games. My favorite game to go watch are in Knoxville at the Knoxville Bears because I have friends that are on that team. So it's I love just the hockey aspect and reading. That and sleeping and online shopping that I should not be doing. <laughs> I didn't <lie. laughs> Yeah. All right, that's nice. All right, I think that's everything. Yeah. So thank you for your time, Ms. Marina. Thank you guys very much. All right, bye. Have a good day. You too, bye. From teaching guitar class to managing the Fine Arts Center, Ms. Samantha Stevens stays pretty busy. MPTV's Emma Phelan caught up with Ms. Stevens to see what's happening in the classroom and at the FAC. Hey, y'all, I'm Emma Phelan. 
and I'm with Miss Stevens, the guitar teacher at Mary Persons. She's been here around six months now. Yeah, this is, well, this is actually my second year at, uh, yes. in the school system. Yes. But, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. Last semester, the spring semester of last year was my first semester teaching guitar. So technically, this is my second semester of teaching mm -hmm. guitar. So yes. I'll have a full year. It's kind of weird how that happened. Do we were you, trying to figure it out earlier today. Do you feel like it's really improved? Like the student, yes. like, so are you doing guitar two now or just one? Yeah, that's a really good question. So this is a new program mm -hmm. at Mary Persons and we were hit with so much interest in joining uh, the Troubadours, which is what we've kind of nicknamed ourselves. And it's great to have that kind of interest. That's what you want, is a lot of mm -hmm. people wanting to participate and be in the class. But it was a little bit tricky figuring out how to guide the returning students yes. um, who started out as beginners mm -hmm. last semester into this brand new school year and also welcome in a lot of students that so it's may just, have never touched a guitar before. So it's one class all together? It's one class all together. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? So. Uh, and that's part of the fun and mm -hmm. is the challenge of how do I meet everybody's needs. So we've got very, very beginners, fresh, just love guitar, never really picked up one and, and played with it. Mm -hmm. They're learning. Mm -hmm. And then we've got some returning beginner twos uh, that are bringing the skills they learned from last semester. And then we have a handful of students who are actually intermediate and advanced. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a it's quite a diverse group we have, but we're all committed to each other and our learning and our growth as a unit. And we break down in groups and we have different assignments. And our goal is to meet in the middle with our skills by the end of the semester for yes. our winter performance. And so far, it's been fantastic. I'm so proud of them. Well, that's so good. Proud. I didn't yeah. I didn't realize it was all one class. Oh like. yeah. So, what's it been like? transitioning to Forsyth like moving in Forsyth I know you lived in Nashville for a little yeah. while I wanted to kind of touch on that yeah we can talk about some things I it's been really uh it's been a breath of fresh air I uh I grew up in the central Georgia area I graduated from Dodge County High School in uh, 2004 um which is about an hour and 15 minutes south of here we used to play you guys in football oh really oh yeah when I was uh when I was in high school so when I uh had the opportunity to come to Monroe County and, and be be a part of the school system that was the home of Mary Persons. I'm like, oh, I remember them from the football field. Um, but funny enough, Mr. Hernandez mm -hmm. was my choir teacher oh, wow. at Dodge. So I was one of his first students and Miss um, Spires as well. Oh, wow. Was, uh, I was taught by both of them. And so it was a it was a great opportunity to get the dream team mm -hmm. back together uh, in a lot of ways. But it was it was really good. Nashville is um, when I moved to Nashville in two thousand nine. It was a small town trying to be a big city, mm -hmm. and now it's kind of evolved over that time into a big city. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really nice just to sort of spread out a little bit and simplify things mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I had a great experience living there. I got to live out a lot of dreams and a lot of dreams I'm still living out. I still get to go back and forth for work all the time. I'm still writing songs and still um, making records and and continuing creative endeavors because that's what feeds us. Yes. You know, I encourage my kids in my class to do the same thing. You know, um, 
you're always going to want to have a piece of your life mm-hmm. set aside to pursue your passion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always necessarily have to be your livelihood, but keeping your passion alive and being creative if you're a creative person is super important. And I get to sort of live the best of both worlds, so I'm really lucky. Well, that's, that's great. Yeah. I like to hear that. Yeah. Um. So I heard that the Fine Arts Center has been kind of crazy lately. Yes. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Oh, it's so good to be busy. You know, we miss you guys in the summer. Really? Summer's sad. I, Mr. Smith and I walked around and we were like, I miss the kids. Do you miss the kids? Because we, we work during the summer on getting the building ready for the next school year and, mm-hmm. and working on some summer concert series. But yes, we've had some meetings and some conferences already, but our concert series is picking back up September the 25th. Oh, now, wow. if you are a country music fan or you know anything about country in the 90s was the heyday, the great decade <laughs> of country yes. music. The mullets are coming back. Yes. I see them in the hallway all the time. Pam Tillis. Mm-hmm. is going to be here on September the 25th. It's a Sunday evening show, but it's an early show. It's six o'clock on Sunday, September the 25th. And she's honestly probably one of my favorite artists. She's such a great writer. She's such a unique voice. You probably, do you know the song? Maybe it was Memphis. Maybe I think so. it was Memphis. That's Pam Tillis. I really? Yes, Shake the Sugar Tree. Spilled perfume, all the good ones are gone. Me Vita Loca, the crazy life. It's she's she's had so many hits and she's a Grammy winner, a Grand Ole Opry member. She's the daughter of country legend Mel Tillis. She's just had a great career and she's a great storyteller. So I'm so excited that we have her coming in. It's gonna be not like a full blown concert, mm-hmm. but more of Forsyth style. Forsyth style. We're gonna like have an intimate acoustic evening mm-hmm. where she's going to play her hits and talk about the stories behind them. That's great. It's going to feel really up close and personal. Yeah. I, if you can't tell, kind I'm of, real excited about this. Kind of like an open night at a like kind of yeah, dinner type of place. Like a writer's night. Yeah. It's going to be so great. That sounds like a lot of fun. So also, I wanted, uh, I wanted to mention this to you and to anybody who's listening. We are looking for student volunteers. If okay. you would like to come and help us with our concert series, we would love to have you. You can reach out to me uh, in the band room. I'm here first block. You can also shoot me an email. Um, I We look for ushers, uh, box office help, merch help, greeters, mm-hmm. and you get a free ticket mm-hmm. to the show if you come and commit to working with us um, before and during for a couple hours. So yeah. it's a pretty sweet deal because, you know, she's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So... We're really looking forward to that. So if you have any interest in being a part of what we do at the Fine Arts Center, please reach out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how do you, I wanted to ask you something with your music career. Yeah. I wanted to ask you just to finish up this interview, what is your end goal? Because I know that you are continuing it in Forsyth and everything. And I just, I kind of wonder like what, where do you, what else do you want to do? Like, do you have any more plans? Like, I know Forsyth was kind of like settling down for you, so. This is such a really, really great question, Emma. That's, no, it's a really great question. And I think it's important. Um, your dreams evolve mm-hmm. over time and life experience. And I think 
this is something that's going to happen for all of us, even mm-hmm. for you guys when you I graduate. Agree. I agree. You grow up with these very set, specific goals in mind. They're mm-hmm. they're tangible. You can see it. You can taste it. You can feel it. And what you don't realize is that life is going to throw you some curveballs. Right. And we all have a path that we're going to be on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we take side roads. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we take detours. Sometimes we can get back on the highway to where we think we're supposed to be going. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite quotes of all time is, we plan, God laughs. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So true. There are so many things that I wanted to have accomplished in my music career by this point in my life. Mm -hmm. And now that I've reached this point in my life, I look back and I laugh at the thought that I should have had that done by now. Yes. Because I also look at the challenges that I've had with my health and with my family and things in my personal life. And I I realize if my goals Mm -hmm. had happened Mm -hmm. on that timeline I set for myself, it wouldn't have worked out for me. Yes. I would have been stopped or interrupted. It would have been an obstacle rather Mm -hmm. than something that moved me forward. The other quote that I really try to live by is, the timing of your life is God's greatest masterpiece. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, 100%. And so am I older than I thought I would be when really interesting, great things pop back Mm -hmm. into my musical life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I so glad that... I that it waited until mm-hmm. a little bit later. Oh my gosh, yes. Not only because I appreciate it mm-hmm. more now that I've gotten older and a little bit wiser, but because it's actually helping me more in the long run to get to the end goal. Mm-hmm. The end goal is really to just create and enjoy the ride. Right. I have little things. I'd love to sing at uh, the Grand Ole Opry on Country Classics Night. I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. I would love to keep putting out records um, on the side. I'd love to keep writing songs just for the therapy of it. I'd love to keep playing for people. But as far, I'd love to tour in Europe one summer. It would be so fun. But as far as having a set goal of when will you know you've made it, mm-hmm. And I don't think you ever feel that way. No, and everything, I feel like as humans, like yeah. we always want more, yeah. whether that's anything. And everything happens for a reason. That's I right. live by that yeah. every single day. Um, so I think, I think you're 100% right. So to answer, the, to, to bring, the, bring it back yeah. to the question, I want to enjoy the ride and be yes. grateful for what I'm given and the opportunities that I'm given in yes. each moment and understand that no matter how diverse the opportunities or the detours may seem, Mm -hmm. they're an important part of my journey. Yes. The end destination could be anything. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be open to anything. Well, that's great. Thank you, Miss Stevens, for coming to join us today. Of course. Once again, I'm Emma Phelan with Miss Stevens. And yeah, thank you. That's so great. One more time, you can get Pam Tillis tickets right now on our website, monroe.k12.ga.us. Look for Fine Arts on the homepage. Cross-country season is underway, and the team is off to a great start. MPTV's Sarah Baker spoke with the coach to learn more. Hello, I'm Sarah Baker. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Coach Mack for MPTV Radio. So firstly, what classes or class do you teach at Mary Persons? Um, I teach ninth grade health and physical education. And what sport do you coach? 
I coach boys and girls cross country and girls track and field. Okay, that's cool. What made you want to be a cross country coach? I ran um, cross country in high school and in college, and it's just a passion. So coaching just keeps me in, in the sport, and I get to do what I love through, through my athletes. Are adults able to, like, do cross country? Is like that an actual sport? Absolutely. It's a lifelong sport. This is the one thing that people can do um, until, you know, many, many, many years to come. It's probably one of the fewer sports that you can do that. Um, many people run 5Ks, they run marathons, um, just for that self-motivation. So what are your responsibilities as a coach? Oh, um, outside of preparing the athletes with the best workouts to get them better, I mean, there's so much that goes into it with managing the team, make sure, making sure you got transportation to the meet, signing up for the meets, um, making sure you communicate with your parents, um, scheduling. Uh, it's, a, it's a whole lot that goes into it. But the main thing is coaching, okay. the actual athletes. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part about being a coach? Or what's the best part? The best part is when my athletes achieve their goals and I, I'm the one that get to watch them do it. And I see their progress and I see where they came from and how they blossom as the best part of coaching. Mm -hmm. And then of course the relationships that I build with each one of my athletes. Yeah, so does it feel kind of like a family? It is, it absolutely is. Cross Country is very, very close-knit team. Okay. What's the hardest part about being a coach? Um, just another task to add on to the many hats that I wear. I'm a mom, I'm a teacher. Um, I'm a wife, so you know, it, sometimes it, it gets a tug of war for my attention to make sure I have all my tasks and things that need to be done taken care of. So how do you balance everything, being a mom, being a wife, being a coach, being a teacher? Um, it takes a lot of organization. I got a things to do list of the things to do list for the next things to do list, and it just takes a, a lot of um, patience and um, a lot of juggling and balancing and uh, time management. Okay. So on to the more fun questions, a little less serious. If you could take your cross-country kids on a trip to anywhere in the world and you wouldn't have to pay a thing, where would you go? I would let them pick, but uh, I would say like maybe like a beach trip somewhere where they can compete. Um, sometimes they have beach runs, and that's very hard but very fun at the same time. Hmm. I didn't even know the beach runs, beach runs were like a thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Hmm. Is that the only like crazy? Kind of I mean, they thing? have like sometimes they include like paint fest or obstacle courses or you know there's all like one 10k that's held in Atlanta each year. So what's the funniest memory you have with your cross-country kids? It can be anything just regarding cross-country. It could even be back when you were in high school or middle school and ran. Um, I would say the funniest, well it wasn't funny at the time but thinking back on it is when my boys varsity team was supposed to go on the long run and they went to one of the team members' house and pretty much had a pool party during practice. Oh. And then they came back, and I was like, why are y'all sweating so much? Mm -hmm. um, but they would actually drip 
from being in the pool jumping around and they got caught because they posted it on Snapchat mm -hmm. and it got back to me. So of course not funny then, but definitely one of their most memorable moments, I would say. Yeah, okay. Now last thing, is there anything you want to tell anybody listening about cross country, maybe the season, things you're doing, stuff like that? Um, I'm pretty excited about this season. Um, this, I think, is going to be one of the best teams I've ever coached as a whole. Um, from the boys and the girls side, we are really, really close. I'm proud of their accomplishments already, and we've only had one meet, and I'm just looking forward to where we're going um, in the season. Um, I think that, you know, they got a lot of growth. This is a very, very young team. I have one senior that's returning. I have uh, two new seniors that added themselves uh, to the team this year, but um, it's a, a very young team, so I'm just looking forward to the ride and okay. gonna enjoy it all the way. Mm -hmm. So do you know when you're going to stop? Do you see a stopping point in coaching? I don't. Um, I said once my kids get heavy in sports and I want to be there and don't want to miss out on their moments, I will. Um, but hopefully I can joke because this is something like I can do forever. Um, I want to be one of those old coaches running around. Okay, well that's it. Thank you so much Coach Mack for doing this interview with me. Um, I hope everybody listening enjoyed. Before we go, we want to remind you to download the new Monroe County Schools app. The app lets you stay connected with all things Monroe County Schools. Get the latest events happening at your school. See what's for lunch. Learn the latest news and even take a peek inside some of the classrooms in the live feed. You'll find all that and more on the Monroe County Schools app. Just search for it in the Google Play or App Stores. Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.